Listen to this. Zakawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. It's Steve. It's Steve. Who is it? It's Brad Evans. <laughs> Happy days are here again. Turning with a drive. It's Steve Zakawani. Evans with the left foot. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Side by Side. Myself, Steve Zakwani here, alongside Brad Evans. Keeley's also here. We are actually down in Portland. This is game day. Um, the big one. Sounders playing Portland tonight. We just had a great chance to sit with Coach Schmetzer. We'll share a little bit about that. And it's just one of those games where you get excited for. I'm excited to be here as well. Um, we'll, give, we'll be short and sharp. I know everyone's getting excited for the game. We'll give you a quick preview, some of our thoughts. And we'll go from there. Um, Brad, to begin, we just asked Schmetz, has we ever gone into a Seattle-Portland game with the teams this far apart? No. In terms of just the feeling and the vibe. We Every, everything about it, yeah. yeah. And I thought about this last night, especially when I was driving up, was this match, it, usually you get goosebumps for these matches, mm-hmm. and this one just kind of has like a dull, drab vibe. But, I, I, but you can never count these, these no. matches out, right? You're going to get to that stadium. Our fans are going to be there early like they always are, sitting in the corner chanting as we, as, you know, we walk into the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll have Portland slowly fill into that game. By the time you get out for warm-ups, you're now in hostile territory. Yeah. And with that renovation, there's even more fans than, than what we experience as yeah. players, too. Do you- with them being, I'm going to say they're bad, not being what they once were, does that make you a bit more nervous, though? Because it's just it's derby games. We've played in them. We've Look, played on the same side, played against each other in these yeah. games. I mean, it's so unpredictable. Yeah, but Kansas City worried us, too. It was a team that hadn't, hadn't gotten a result. They weren't playing True. well, either. And then you go into Kansas City, which is a really tough place to play. Same and you think, Galaxy. okay, I'm a, yeah, same with Galaxy. Yeah. You go into a tough place to play, and you don't expect to get a result. Yes, when you look on paper, should we get the result? Yes. But these games are never, never a given. And we asked Schmitz. Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. He said, hey, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit nervous about this one. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Right? Um, All indicators say the Sounders should win. But it's a game. And it's Major League Soccer. And any team on any day gets a result. But is this one of those games where if Sounders do what they're supposed to do, they still Yeah. They should. One, one thing I, I wanted to ask Schmitz was this is a game where – and, and you and I have coached now for, for a couple mm-hmm. of years. It's the one where you go in, you, you know you should win, yeah. and the only thing we can do is hurt ourselves. Exactly, yeah. And if you try to overproduce and yeah. overplay instead of sticking to the plan and playing one-two yeah. touch soccer yeah. against like you do against good teams yeah. um, when they're fully healthy, this is up to the Sounders. And the only way they lose this game is silly fouls, set pieces, mistake. or mistake, yeah, mistake yeah. at the back. That's the only way they lose this game. They're not going to get outplayed today, I don't think. Yeah. Um, our, our team just has too much quality. It's what's gone wrong for Portland. I, I don't know if it's a it's a combination of just injuries and off the field stuff. It, yeah, I, I it's, it's, there was a ton of off the field yeah. stuff just with this whole organization down here it, on the men's and yeah. women's side. And those distractions, that's the last thing you want as a, yeah, as a business, a, a yeah. corporation. It doesn't matter if you're a soccer team or you're running Apple. Yeah. As soon as something starts to creep in and you don't deal with it the right way, the whole culture and the whole complexion of your organization can change. It does. Right? Yeah. And if, if you don't stick to your guns, you get kind of like that black aura around you yeah. that kind of just yeah. follows you and, and you just can't dig yourself out of it. And then the injuries pile up. And then maybe your coaching decisions become a bit more rash than they usually are. Yeah. The decisions get tougher. 
um, when it comes to who's going to start, who's going to be the best fit against the Seattle side for them. And right now, they're just in the doldrums, and they can't seem to find a way out. I mean, the results, 3-2 loss away at LAFC, 2-1 loss at home to St. Louis, 5-1 defeat in Atlanta. They drew Galaxy here at home, 0-0, 0 and then went to Dallas, drew 1-1, and then lost 1-0 in Vancouver. So not scoring a ton of goals. Yeah. Apart from Atlanta, I guess LAFC too. No, they are conceding goals. Um, it's just not quite the same, so I agree with that. Um, I said this, I think I was talking to... I forget who I was talking to. I said, in the last few years, the Sounders have lost Aussie, you, Chad, Clint. Uh, I'm missing someone for sure. We've lost some big players, my point. They've been replaced. Yeah. As good as you guys were, everyone's been replaced. Portland, Diego Valeri's gone. No, Darlington went. Um, Blanco's not what he quite once was. Is the difference as simple as they've not replaced some of yeah. those big names? Centre-back-wise, they haven't really... So, is that... Is it recruitment? Is that because... Yeah, they, they've been that hit with some injuries yeah. also. Um, you know, I mean, Blanco's been lights out for them for the past five years, yeah, good right? Player. Good player. Um, he was supposed to be, as Valeri phased out, he, he, was, he did and did become that yeah. number 10. That was yeah. The, yeah. the difference maker for them, yes. And then injuries. Yeah. And, you know, Chara's always going to be in that mix there. But if you're talking about two really good center backs, I mean, this team won an MLS Cup not too long ago. And went to a final. Right? And, and went to a final. And so it's not a, a team that should have had this dramatic and this quick of a turnover. Um, so, yeah, maybe it goes down to management. But I th- for me, it's, it's just personnel on the field. I mean, yeah. you, can, you can look around and say all the good, best good teams in Major League Soccer – you could look at the Sounders roster and say, okay, maybe we take him over him, right? We've, yeah. we've played this game before, but on this squad, I'm, uh, th- there isn't anybody. Nobody, There's yeah. nobody. No, you're right. Um, I mean, you've played here. What, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, did you get into any rhythm down here where you had four or five losses or maybe one, one, one game in five? Or was it you were here no, during a time that I, was... I came in 2014, that season, when the, the, <laughs> what's crazy is we had a really good team go off to a, not a great start. I think we missed the playoffs by a point maybe that season. But that was the year where you guys, Seattle, just yeah. were like, yeah. she support Shield, you guys just, I mean, it was, it was not close. But no. that was the year we had a couple of games. We got a 4-4 game down here, yeah. a 4-2 game. I was going to ask you, what's your personal best memory for this in terms of the football part? I think I know it because I was on the opposite side, but I want to hear what you're going to say. I mean, for me, I'll always remember, because I, I never scored a goal down here. But you did um, But else. I did have a, a, a good assist when down you, here ra- to Oba. Ran yeah. past Ridgey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right around Ridgewell. <laughs> yeah. And... I just think he wasn't expecting it at the time. He's not the fastest player, but He's for not, him, he, he was, shouldn't get yeah. caught out of position. Yeah. And then celebrating and it, happening on that side in front of those fans, that's a moment yeah. I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. And just kind of like beyond – and Oba was in a perfect position. Yeah, and just, everything worked out on that play. Um, and it was an afternoon game. It was hot. And uh, yeah. that, was a, that was a great moment. And I don't know. But, but – why do we always get results here and it, not at home? Why does Portland get results in Seattle and not at home? It's so weird and tough to explain. Three or four years. Yeah. Did you play in, was it 2013 when Portland came up there for the playoffs? I was still with the Sounders. Yeah. And they beat us, was it 2-1, 2-0 yeah. at home? Yeah. So, yeah, so they, yeah. And they, yeah, they knocked us out on penalties. Yeah. It's always like, yeah, you tend to do better on the road than at home. Um, the Sounders. Great start to the season, obviously. Um, we'll see, won't give the lineup away. We'll see probably a few tweaks just because um, um, that's what happens in the season. But what's been the most impressive thing? I actually don't think defensively will get the credit that they should. I mean, it's been unbelievable defensively. Like, <laughs> shut down, lockdown, very few chances conceded. Um, Yamas, I mean, next level. Um, Jackson, wow. Nuhu, Alex. I mean, 
what's been for you the most impressive part? I would say for me, defensively, it seems been really, really solid, like really good. Not really giving up clean breakaways or I mean, it's looks like I mean the, the Galaxy second half. In another year, you concede three goals in half, yeah. and the team stood strong. So, but for you, what stood out for these first five, six games? Yeah, I think I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. But for me, it's been Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, we're not in the position we are right now yeah. without Jordan putting yeah. the ball on the back of the yeah. net. And we've talked about to win a supporter shield, yeah. to make a run in the playoffs, you need to have a goal scorer that's you know in high double digits. Um, when we're talking like 15, 16, 17 goals. He's at what, eight? Right? And he's close already. And he scored yeah. last week too offside. Also, yeah. But yeah. And he scored offside, which, yeah, yeah. is what it is. But um, what, you have what, to, you what, ha- what, I don't know what the shift is. I know that yeah. he's. What's changed? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he's changed, but he looks to be fitter, hungrier. It's Maybe it's a, as simple as a hair, a hair color change. But he just seems to be flying right now and confident. And sometimes all it takes is one to go in the back of the net, and then everything kind of carries it from there. Easier. It just feels, yeah, you know yeah. that. It feels yeah. easier, and yeah. things just come easy. So right now he's finding a lot of joy in, in soft spaces. Yeah. And I think his partnership, um, d- but then it goes back to delivery, right? The delivery has been fantastic really? for him. But then it goes back to where's the delivery coming from? Yeah. From yeah. good defending, from being in the right position yeah. tactically on the field, and Schmetz talked about in our pregame, Leo playing what they call a counter press, right? Or their, I forget the other term that he comes, but it's basically just a yeah. defender, a, a winger being a defender. Exactly. You're going to work your ass off <laughs> and get back and win the ball, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. So by doing that, you now allow yourself, because what happens is Leo drops to double down. Yeah. And then the right back on every other team thinks that they can step with Leo, but they don't understand that Jordan's going to extend into the space. Raul's going to go into that space. Leo is now fast enough and fit enough at this age to do that yeah. 10, 12 times a game. So he can recover a ball, lay it off, one, two passes, and he's gone down he's the gone. wing. Yeah. So I yeah. think that has changed for this team too is tactical awareness on how we're going to defend as a unit on your point, but also now transition-wise has been key. Yeah. I want to speak about Leo True here. I don't, if you think back to when you were a young player, I think to myself too, because Danny Jackson and I were having this conversation off-air. Um, when, as a young player, did you feel, I've done enough now that I've earned a few bad games where mm. I don't have to play well every week? I think Leo's still in that place where to be on the pitch, he's got to be producing every week. Whereas Raul could not score for five games, he's going to play. Um, it took me a while, I remember, for, remember, for me to get to the point where I felt like I've, done, I've got enough in the bank now. I can have a, day, a game off or two without worrying that, okay, Ziggy's going to pull me next week. Mm. Um, how did you, when did you feel that? And how close or how far is Leo to, to get to the point where, okay, he's not, no assists, no goal, no real dribbles this week, but he'll still play next week? Yeah, well, uh, in, in this lineup, when it's fully healthy, he's, he's, n- he's not going to be there. I mean, it's Jordan, Raul, Nico, and, and Christian. He has to either have two assists every game or he's got to keep scoring. And that's okay. That's good yeah, pressure to have. But to your point, if you're not going to produce from, 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 a wide, from wide areas and you're not going to have you know, three or four successful crosses, a couple successful dribbles, you're not going to you know, have the offensive production, well, then you better not let anything come down your side. Yeah. Right? When I was playing right wing in front of uh, DeAndre, Yeah. I was put there because Landon was playing on the left at the time, yeah. and my job was to take yeah. Landon out of the game. Me, that was me and D's job. Let D yeah. get forward and serve the ball and extend the play, and I'm going to lock it down. 
And so that's what kept me on the field. Was I producing offensively? No. Mm. But to keep Landon, the best player to ever play, uh, off the score sheet or not involved in a game, especially in Seattle, I knew that our other guys would get the job done. So sometimes it's as simple as that. Mm. But that's when we're healthy, right? When we're healthy, he's he's not going to see the pitch he's until, you know, maybe the 60th minute, yeah. which is okay. He's got to be okay with that. Yeah. Speaking of healthy, one guy I want to mention to you, you played with him. And he probably would never be what he was when you played with him. But how close is the Nico we're seeing now to the Nico you remember playing with? Yeah. I mean, I see – I was out of practice the other day, and, yeah. and I see glimmers, and I see – I still don't see like the 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 penetrating. Because um, he would get into the box would, and finish would, yeah, finish moves and get on the end. I mean, You don't great. see him lately, right? We used to see him taking off his shoe and calling home, yeah. right? You don't see that too much anymore. Yeah. The celebration, but his impact is still felt in the game. He's hard. Yeah. And sometimes that's okay, right? I mean, Beckham was a man for a while because he was every free kick was on frame at least, yeah. and he was scoring free kicks and he was <laughs> serving balls in for you know amazing assists, swinging balls in at Real Madrid, just diamond people up. Yeah. And so is the service there like it used to be? No. But his impact is still felt on the field. And if you ask anyone else around the league, they're still afraid of him. They know that he can make that killer pass. And today is one of those games. I mean, it's going to be him and Chara matched up, right? And can you produce today is going to be huge for Nico because he has to take Chara out of the game. But taking him out of the game means offensively being very good so that Diego can't just sit in soft spots, pick up the ball, and go forward. What what was Chara like to play against? I mean... I don't know if you guys were directly. Yeah, we weren't ever directly yeah, with each other, yeah. but I always just respected his awareness on the on the field. He never, never played outside of like no. if, the, the sixes and the eighteens. Yeah, never. Be. He was always in the middle of the yeah. field that provided yeah. a switching play, and he just made it look really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a really hard tackler, incredibly fit, yeah. could smash a ball from distance. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah. he's an impact player, and he he just gets it. Yeah. And that's a guy where. You look, and he, he, he wasn't coached to be that way. No. I mean, he, he always, just has it. He, he Sometimes was, those players just have yeah, it, right? Yeah, he's one of the best. Yeah, he was exceptional, exceptional, exceptional to play with. Um, long time ago, still going, still strong. Um, still going strong. It, I mean, is there anyone or anything that scares you in Portland, or is it really going to be a case of if no, Seattle is not up to par? Then, I mean, I'm trying to think who I would even... I mean, you'll agree. I mean, if Evander starts, I don't know if he's starting tonight. I, 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 I don't know. I don't... He's been subbing in 45 minutes. Right. And so, which is a strange, it's very strange to me to sub on for 45 minutes is bizarre. But it's either you play or you don't play and you wait until you're 100% fit. But maybe it's it's just they don't have anyone on the bench and they need him there for a a possible spark. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the only guy when I watch Portland games, even, you know, early in the season when he was playing, he just, they don't look to be all on the same page. And I'm not sure he understands how Portland should be playing yeah. and how this whole thing fits with him. So they're going to need time to bring him into the fold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, set, I'm telling you set pieces are going to be, are going to be key. Yeah. Um, and it's up to the Sounders tonight. The only way we lose this game is, is by our own poor decisions. Yeah. Um, does this game, I think it does still have the same feel it used to. The goosebumps, the... Well, I don't know. I, th- I think you have to ask the players that because we've been out of it for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. And driving up today, I I, I don't get goosebumps anymore, true, you know, for, for any game. Maybe we'll, Yeah, true, true, true. And that's, yeah. for, for me, that's just... And maybe we'll see today. Maybe you show up to the stadium and you get a little rumble. But for me, that was always the indication that my senses are heightened, yeah. that we're going into battle. Yeah. 
because it meant something, yeah. you know, you know, you're, you're doing your job at that point. And now driving up here, I'm excited to be here. Um, wow. It's great to be back in enemy territory, but it just has a different feel for me yeah. now. But I, I can guarantee you these guys are still, when you look at this, you watch the videos on, on YouTube, you do video with the team, you know, Schmetz and Grant are going to tell stories in the yeah. locker room and Tommy and those guys and guys that have been here before. And that's what means the most. And to get those butterflies because when you leave the game, you never get those again. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. I've tried so much. I cannot do anything where I get butterflies anymore. Before, what about before you're coaching the game, no? No. Not the same. Not, not even yeah, close. Think, it's not the same. You're right. No. Yeah. It's so, maybe that's the pressure that brings those butterflies on. Maybe it's not the actual situation. Because I, I love coaching. I'm excited. Yeah. But I don't get, like, that nervousness. Like, no, I agree. Yeah. Like, I could lose my job if something goes wrong today, sort of butterflies. Maybe no, that's, that's what it point. was. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, <laughs> predictions? Um, I mean, I want to on the drive up, I was going to say 3-0 Seattle. I, th I think it could be one of those days where it's, it's a comfortable victory. Wow. Yeah. I think if we score early, yes, I'll go there. I would say 2-0, 2-1. Um, I just cannot see Portland beating Seattle it's just, it, would, it would just take too much I mean this sound team looks really formidable so I'm not sure Keely what do you think um, I was going to say 3 nothing, but I'll, I'll say 3-1 I'll say 3-1 it's picking me up we're good and yeah. then I'll just give the broadcast info now while I'm do talking. it yeah um, Apple TV MLS season pass so we're behind the paywall so we're behind the paywall yes, for I'm, this game I know shocking right wow uh, Twelman and Jake Zivin are on the call again for Apple. They might as well be our commentators. They I know. These guys really? follow us everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Twelman is the new... Uh, yeah, Keith. Keith Kowalski. Yeah, wow. Or I guess he would be the new Casey Keller, actually. True. Jake would be, yeah. That's good actually guy. a really... Okay, that's funny for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tune in. And we're on 93.3 FM, the big FM station with these guys. That's so. what we'll be on. And kickoff is 7.30. 7.39. 739. <laughs> yeah, MLS. Yeah. Um, no, it's a big one. So excited for it. Um, tune in, support the boys, and we'll be there calling the game. Yeah, it's one of the ones that you really do get up for. Um, predicting a soundest victory, but we'll have to see how it goes. So the last thing I will ask is, and I forgot to mention this earlier, Raul. He looked good to me last week. He looked like Raul. I knew he was going to score. I knew that. But he was moving and he was involved and he was that. Um, how important is it that he stays fit? Or is the team now at a point where they can withstand a long Raul absence? Well, I think, I think we, we've proven we can withstand it. Um, is it the best that this team can play? No. Is it the most dangerous? No. You, if, when he's on the field, you have to have him Did out Did you play there. with Raul? No. You missed him. You missed Raul, really? Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Wow. And he strikes fear into yeah. every single person yeah. that he's going to play against. I mean, if Portland walks in and they see that he's on the team sheet, they're going to be Big strike yeah. fear, you know, yeah. but, you know, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully Raul continues his great goal-scoring record against Portland. I think Clint is at the top in this rivalry, and then Raul and Freddie. So um, we'll see how that goes. So, um, we'll be back as usual next week, but enjoy the game. Um, wherever you get your podcast, like, comment, subscribe, side by side.